up, guys? Welcome back to the Football Guys podcast. I'm Los here with Alex and Rocky. What's going on, man? What's up, guys? What the? Um, all right. We already the uh, the AFC South. We already did the AFC West. We're finishing off the AFC here with um, East and North. East is the most fucking boring division in the world. I'm still going with it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start it off with the uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, the Buffalo Bills, obviously, gonna be one of the best teams, uh, this year in the AFC. They might actually finish with the best record below the Raiders, in my opinion. That's a different conversation for another time. Um, my Raiders, by the way. The uh the Bills, uh they, what do they do in the off season? They didn't do, they added Von Miller. They added Von Miller. Um, Alex, you convinced me on his contract. I didn't really like it at first. Um, I kind of like what they did with him. It's it's a nice veteran contract. What do you think, Ryan? What's up? They signed Daquan Jones to the D tackle too. Yeah. Um, they means, I mean, they have a defense. Um, I mean, if you watch them last year, they're not really the number one defense. I mean, they still had an elite defense. You had two new pieces, Von Miller and Daquan Jones. Um, I mean, this defense stack, you have Matt Malino, um, Trey Edmonds, and then you got your secondaries, uh, probably one of the top three secondaries in the league with Jordan Poyer. Michael Hyatt safety and Tredarius White coming back uh, toward an ACL corner, who I think they needed. Um, you look at the offensive pieces, uh, Josh Young runs whole thing. And then you have Stefan Diggs. And I want to see how Gabe Davis, Davis does the second season. I think still people are um, overtaking that play two touchdowns. Because as a number two, number two receiver, how he forces that. Um, my sleep, Dave Davis and Al Oliver. I want to see Ed Oliver step up. I mean, he has tremendous talent. He has talent to be the, one of the best defense tackles in the league, but he just has to live up to his top 10 pick. When he's on his A game, he's going to be a monster. Um, I, I still see Bills being a contender. I don't see, but I think is right now. So we'll see how they do this season. Um, yeah, well, how you feel about that? Um, like you guys said, it's they're gonna be one of the top teams in the league. I, I think they're gonna be the number one seed in the AFC. Um, at first, that Von Miller contract was when I first saw it was crazy. I thought it was outrageous, especially for his age. But uh, he does have an opt out after twenty twenty four, I believe. Think that's a club option though, so we'll see about we'll see how that goes. Well, after that, it's like player options too, right? It's club options as well as player options, or no? I think it's just that one option. It's club I, I, option all the way through after twenty twenty four. I think it's just they decide after twenty twenty four. If he doesn't, then they he plays it out or they. Oh, bait, oh um, I, I thought the way it was described to me that after uh, like twenty twenty four and beyond, they were all options, option years. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, he got 51, 51 mil guaranteed, though, so still paying him a good chunk of money. 
Um, I like the second round pick, James Cook, um, out of Georgia. Um, I, I think, um, he he needs to have a really good rookie season to help with that running game a, a little more, just to take off the pressure off Josh Allen. Uh, it can't be too dependent on Josh Allen, but uh, overall, that they got one of the better rosters in the league. So, uh, yeah, it's they they got to make the AFC Championship game this year. I think. Uh, I I don't know, Rocky. I don't I don't see how it's not their Super Bowl year, but it it's got to be close to it. It's. It's definitely a lot like, like you said, their window. It's it's this year, next year. It, it is now. It is officially open. If it wasn't open last season, it's open now. Um, they got all the pieces. Um, Josh Allen is easily one of the top contenders for an MVP this season. Um, the time is now. Um, you you can easily make an argument that the Bills are the best team in the West. Or um, my bad. The the AFC, um. So, it, the time is now, Josh Allen. I I know they don't have Mitchell Trubisky as a backup anymore, so you don't have that comfort. A huge loss. You don't have that. You don't have that, you don't have that safety blanket anymore. Um. I I, I can make an argument. I know that's a huge blow to the to the Bills. See, I I can make an argument that Mitch probably helped uh, Josh Allen's play a little bit. Um. You know, we got Mitch right. You know, put a oh, lot of most definitely, here, you so. know. <laughs> I, I say oh, with a uh, gone. Uh, I think people might consider that a huge loss, but I see Ken Dorsey. He's a smart offensive coordinator. I think he'll let Josh Allen play. Um, even Mitch said this. He said, "We we love our buddies. Like, hey, he, he they let Josh Allen be Josh Allen, and they don't try to play coach's game. They and that's why I see Ken Dorsey doing with this team." Any extra? Uh, mine, mine is gonna be the rookie James Cook. <coughs> I actually didn't put down an X factor for this team. I'm gonna go basic. I'm a basic bitch. We're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go Josh Allen. He's the centerpiece of the <laughs> offense. Like you said, uh, th- this this team's all based around Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen has. Easily shown tremendous improvement from his first season when we saw him. He's solidified himself as an as an elite quarterback. Uh, it is Josh Allen's year, in my opinion, to win an MVP. Uh, I'm going with Josh Allen. I'm gonna go Gabriel Davis. Um, you know, I mean, he had that big game against the Chiefs. I want to see if he can still um, work on that. Mo- uh, go through this season with that momentum. Um, some people think he's like. Uh, Top twenty receiver. I mean, it's not forget last year. Um, yeah, no, not yet. He's got to prove it this. Year. He's got to prove it yeah, big he, time this he year. Yeah, to prove it this year. Um, it can't all be Stephon Diggs. So, I'm really excited to see how he does this season. All right. So from there, uh, we, we got their lines on Fatal Sportsbook. The um the Bills are at a nice eleven and a half wins. Um, so we're gonna go over under for the Bills. I'm 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 gonna go actually just under. I'm gonna say that they're eleven wins. Wow. It's it's not really being disrespectful to the Bills in my opinion. Um, 
11 wins is a huge deal. Um, I just don't see them being better than my Raiders this year. <laughs> so the, they'll get 11 wins just under 11 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go over. Uh, I, like I said, I think they'll be the number one seed. I think they get 13 wins, maybe even 14. What do you got, Rocky? I'll say over. I'll say about 13 wins. Wow. Got high hopes for my man Josh Allen. I don't hate it, honestly. I don't hate it. Real so, quick, did you all... What's your all's opinion of him with coming out? With, with what? Josh Allen coming out of the dra- draft. Oh, <laughs> oh, coming. Out. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I oh, thought you heard something that weekend. <laughs> you, you, got, you kind of said it. like, you like the way you said it was coming like coming out. Like, <laughs> I, 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 was that just this morning? Was that brand new? Uh, I'm I proud did, of him. I, I'm happy for him. Like be you, dude. <laughs> I, I didn't trust him. He uh, coming out, especially coming out of Wyoming, not not a particularly good conference in the in college, but he was. I think he only competed like what fifty something percent in college. I think fifty six. Yeah, like I I did. We all knew he had the big arm, but to only complete like. 55, 56% of your passes in college. Like, I thought that was kind of alarming. But, I mean, I, I obviously you could just blame. Yeah. Obviously, you could blame that on the talent factor he had out there. But, yeah. I mean, he's been he's been proving it. So, like I said, the, these GMs <laughs> know a lot more than we do. Um. I'm kind of the wrong person to ask for this. I, I obviously have said many times I I, I don't watch college football, so I, I, I'm not I'm not a big guy as far as evaluating quarterbacks or any talent out of the draft. Um, I kind of just have to do my own research, um, watch highlights and shit. So I, I didn't watch him. You said he went to Wyoming. I didn't watch him in Wyoming. Um, and I, I I'll admit I didn't do much on or on Josh Allen out of the draft when he did get drafted. So um, it was just kind of whatever. Um, we, we saw him when he first came out. He, he wasn't great. Um, he's obviously stepped up since then. I don't, uh, I don't really have much else to say about that. Uh, Rocky, yeah. did you like him out of Wyoming? No, not at all. No. I think I, I think went far as – I want to say I went far as I think – like that's how low I thought of Josh Allen. <laughs> he does better Fish. at taking helmets to the head. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That... Yeah, I was uh, dead wrong on that one for sure. Which I'm sure a lot of people were. Um, like we talked about Justin Herbert. I mean, a lot of the people that knew Justin Herbert coming out of the college, or someone like me that like watched um, highlights and just. Um, kind of evaluated for myself. Like, no one really expected him to turn out what he was. Um, Josh Allen, he, he got the dog in him, honestly. He's one of those guys. He's a Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he's not Zach Wilson, though. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. He's not <laughs> as good as Zach Wilson. 
like J- Josh Allen's a dog, but Zach Wilson is the dog. So let's... Zach, Zach, well, yeah, Josh Allen might be a dog. He, he he might bang your daughter, but he won't bang your your mom. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <We're not there. laughs> Did I say that right? No. <laughs> Did I say that right? Josh Allen would have bang your daughter. Would have been Zach better. Wilson will bang your mom. Probably would have been better if you said your sister or something, but your daughter. Yeah. Uh... Okay. Well, assuming. <laughs> all right. Assuming you're you're 35, 40 years old. <laughs> None of us is even twenty. We're barely twenty five. Your sister, you, yeah, he'll date your. <laughs> well, what if your sister's underage? My sister's six, so yeah, she's definitely underage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. My, there you my, go, Alex. There you go. I mean, my but my daughter eight months, dude. So we we going to. Well, a I didn't say I didn't say well, Alex's daughter. I mean, what are we doing? All right, you if said it, man. Friend, You're the one that brought this on your friend you. that you knew in college that is over eighteen years old. <laughs> But Zach Wilson is always going for the moms. <laughs> Dude, what a podcast. <laughs> Which, anyway, we're we're moving on to Miami. We're we're getting we're, maybe the East isn't as boring as I thought. We're 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 going to Miami. Um, Alex, kick us off with uh with Miami if you can. Well, in there, Miami off-season. had the Miami had that busy off season. Uh. Firing Brian Flores with that uh, that whole um the whole controversy he's got around that um hiring Mike McDaniel's out of San Francisco uh they signed Chase Edwins uh Raheem Moster uh Teddy Bridgewater Cedric Wilson out of Dallas Teddy Checkdowns uh Armstead from I think he's coming out of New Orleans on a big contract. And then obviously um, the big trade for Tyreek, giving up a couple first round picks and giving them that massive deal. Uh, you know, I I had my questions with Mike McDaniel mostly because I I I know he was the OC and he called plays for San Francisco, but I still believe that Kyle Shanahan had a big part in that offense and was a big reason for the game plan so i'm a little skeptical of him but i he's got all these weapons uh let's see how he developed um developed tua um and this is a big year for tua man because if if he doesn't do anything with all this talent around him then it's time to really start really questioning tua as a starting quarterback oh and and honestly i'll kind of jump in here um if if I'm Tua Tagovailoa, I am probably fucking pissed, and I'm the number one Tyreek Hill hater in the world because what Tyreek Hill did in this offseason is he put Tua under a fucking microscope because he obviously fucking called him the most accurate quarterback in the league. Basically, came out and flat out said he's better than Patrick Mahomes. So now, if which we all know he's not better than Patrick Mahomes, right? Unless Obviously, Tyreek Hill has seen something we haven't. Um, Tua either he, Tua's got to come out and look as good, if not better, than Patrick Mahomes now, or else. Well, we're already laughing at him. We're we're gonna laugh at him more. Um, I would have I would have probably you know, give him a backhand in the locker room for that. 
that was uh that was disgraceful. Um, other than that, saving Howard extension, love to see it. Taron Armstead. Um, they extended Mike Gesicki, if I'm not wrong. Um, Melvin Ingram, who Alex, I know you thought they were on, he was on the Broncos. <laughs> that um, they're not related. I don't think so. With uh, Melvin Gordon, <laughs> I would hope not. Um, Rocky, do you have any uh, last words on these Dolphins? Um, this is the most intriguing team to see. Um, I wonder how this offense is going to look with Mike McDaniels. Uh, me and Alec are different on the Mike McDaniels. I'm a really huge Mike McDaniels fan. Uh, he was one actually like one of my favorites head coaching candidates. I wanted the Bears to get. Um, if you're looking, if you look at this roster, um, these running backs are sick. They have a loaded backfield with Chase Edmonds, uh, Raheem Mostert, Sony Michelle, and Jamal Gaskin. Uh, I want to see how Mike does with these receivers with Jalen Waddle and Ty. I think they're use he's gonna utilize Tyreek Hill a lot different than Andy Reid used Tyreek Hill. I think they're gonna do a lot of wide receiver runs. You got Mike Kikaski at tight end, who's a very underrated tight end. Uh, and then he picked up to left tackle, who I think he just certified that left uh, left spot, the blind spot for Tua. Tua, I want to see. Well, Tua was a lefty. Spin. Oh, yeah, he's right. That's right. You're right. So it would be Take the right back, tackle. Right. That... <laughs> Austin Jackson. Jackson, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to – you think they're going to switch him or no? No. Because I, 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 I heard, um like, a couple, like, guys that – that put the tackle position saying that switching is like a totally different um different position to them. That they say it it changes everything they do, uh, preparation wise. But I, I don't know. I, I highly doubt they switch them though. Yeah. Um I do like the pickup for uh, Teddy Bridgewater. You, you know Tua gets um is very injury prone, so I think Teddy Bridgewater can step in for a couple games. I don't see them benching to it at all this season. Like, really, really, really bad. Yeah, they have no the, reason to, honestly. Yeah. They would have no reason to. You, you got to see what he looks like in a full season. And to, uh, like, you already know who Teddy Bridgewater is. Um, it, it, yeah, like you said, he would have to be, like, really bad. And then you you're, you go for desperation and you um, move up Teddy Bridgewater. You start him just try to get some wins. I think you need to see a full season out of Tua if you can, barring an injury. Even if Tua, say Tua gets out, I don't see him losing a step with Teddy Bridgewater. Because I think Teddy Bridgewater fits this offense very well. And you still be a playoff team with him. You look at that, you look at that defense. Um, Jalen Phillips really stepped up in last season. Uh, tackle and Raquan Davis. They picked up Melvin Ingram too at linebacker. And you look at that secondary. Secondary's loaded too with Brandon J- Jones, Xavier Howard, Javon Holland, who really played very well last year, and Byron Jones. I mean, this team is loaded. And I, on defense, I, w- I am really excited to see this Dolphins team. I think their roster is better than Buffalo Bills' roster. I just don't think they're going to. Um, I don't. I don't see him overtaking the Buffalo because I think the quarterback position is just a huge lopsided uh, over with uh, Josh Allen. 
It's not even close. Um, uh, what are we looking at for X factors on this team, guys? With uh, starting uh, with Rocky or Alex? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the head coach. I'm going to go with Austin Jackson. Uh, left his uh, first-round potential yet. Um, this is year for him, so I'm, I'm really excited to see him. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Mike McDaniel. Uh, I just want to see how he, how he handles the team on his own and without Kyle Shanahan. Uh, one thing I, I do like about this offense that you it could pretty much work with any quarterback, uh, but I – I just need to see, I just need to see it from Mike McDaniel's for sure. Um, I'm kind of looking at the the backfield here. Um, I I feel like uh, even on like uh to his down days, um, if he's not looking as good as Tyreek Hill expects him to be, um, I'm looking at that backfield to not only stay healthy but it improve in general. Um, you mentioned that room he Mostert. Um, addition, Moster has been plagued with injuries. Um, if if Raheem Moster can have a healthy season, um, in, in Miami, their backfield definitely could be a problem. I just, to, to me, that having that backfield behind Tua is a really really big uh, step in the right direction if they're healthy. So from there we'll go their line for wins. Uh Dolphins are at eight and a half. What are we thinking as far as over under? I'm gonna go over. This roster is too talented not to to not win nine games. Okay, okay. So you say that they win nine games. Um what do you think if Tua gets hurt? Like, like, I would like, say he gets hurt halfway through the season. I would still say nine games. You look at the roster. The roster is set up for – as long as they don't make mistakes, Tua and Teddy Bridgewater do make smart decisions. As long as they don't turn over the ball, they should still be fine. So I, I would say nine games with or without Tua. Okay. <coughs> uh. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I think they just won eight games. Uh, just, so you have them like as a losing team. Well, yeah. I mean, I I just I wouldn't be shocked if they win nine games. But I I like I said, just my questions with Mike McDaniel's. That that's pretty much my only reason. You like Rocky said, the swagger. Huh? Oh, man, <laughs> I I just feel like the first game against Bill Belichick, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. That's it. I uh, like Alex. I, I'm I'm right there, honestly, with Miami. It's it's eight or nine wins. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with uh. Oof. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with nine wins. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I, I think they'll, I, I I think they'll finish over eight and a half. We'll go I, nine I, wins I, for the Dolphins. I mean, it was it was a tough line to choose from, you know. Like it, if they had it at 
seven and a half, definitely yeah. going over, but right. It's right there. Like, you know, obviously if they're at nine and a half, you'd go, you'd probably go under. Like it's, I, I think anyone can agree if they're taking the under on Miami, they're, they're going to say eight wins. If they're taking the over, they're going to say nine wins. So uh, it's no disrespect to Miami. If you go under, um, I'm per- I'm personally just going to go nine wins. Most accurate quarterback, by the way. Um, now we move on to the New York Jets. Um, I, I think the biggest thing uh, surrounding the Jets right now is uh, Zach Wilson. We got a little bit more on him. He's got that dog in him. He's got that dog in him. He's got that dog in him. He's. I, I guess I got to tread carefully here after <laughs> after earlier. Um, yeah, hurt his knee. Um, it, it was reported three days ago he could return in four to six weeks after success after his successful surgery on his meniscus. Um, so yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna be back in time for the season, uh, for at least week one. Um, probably not gonna be back in time for week two. Um, Rocky, would you like to see him start as soon as possible, or would you like to kind of see his um, see his injury take a, like like a little bit more. Do you think Do you think they're gonna try to rush him back, or um, they're gonna take their time with him because they know they're not really probably gonna go anywhere this season. No, I, I wouldn't rush him back. Um, you know me. I was really high. I'm really high in Zach Wilson. I thought he's the best quarterback in the draft over guys, likes of uh, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Um. You don't need to rush him back. You got Joe Flacco as your backup. He's a manageable backup. And who knows the Ravens defense more um, systematically than Joe Flacco does. So I think Joe Flacco will give more of an advantage than Zach Wilson the first game. But I, I would take my time with it. I expect Zach Wilson, when he's healthy, to ball out this year. I mean, they've they had a lot of pieces for him. Um, they've drafted Wilson. You still got Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. And then they, uh, with Mika Brown, um, I met Mika Becton towards ACL. They picked up DeWan Brown. who's a nice, who's a good, really left tackle. Yeah, Tucker Vero, and you got Fan, pick up Fan George uh, at right tackle. Uh, Connor McGrovern at center. They had a lot of, P- and they drafted uh, Brees Hall, who I think they'll take a lot of the backfield from Zach Wilson and Michael Carter. They're both guys receiving backs, and I think Brees Hall's going to be a stuff. This league, you got a very solid piece of defense. Let's see if CJ Mosley finally plays this season. Um, you got Quince, you got uh, Quentin Williams, who's emerging as one of the top uh, best league. You pick drafted Jermaine Johnson, Carl Lawson. And you got uh, Marcus Joyner at, at uh, safety for the Jets, and drafting Sauce Garner, who's going to be a stud. I like this Jets team a lot. They have a lot of good young talent. They're not going to win a lot of games. They're probably going to be a 13 5-12, 6-11 team, possibly. But I see them play a lot of close games. I, by next year, I feel very confident that they will be a playoff team by next season. Ooh. A playoff team, to, to me, is kind of a high jump, um, it, especially in a conference where, you know, the AFC is just so deep. 
next by uh, next season, not not this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, real quick, actually, before we continue there, um, do, do you what do you think? All right, say, say the Jets end up with we'll call it. Say they end up with six wins this season. What do you think they do in the off season that puts them over the hump um, into a, a playoff team? Defense. I think you got to add. They still need to add a little more pieces to the defense. Okay. I think you're. I think you're. You can add another tackle, right tackle, and line for um, Jets. But I think it's mostly defense. I think their offense is almost set. You know. Maybe look at someone else outside of uh, Corey Davis. Um, we'll see how Denzel Mims too does this year too. I know he's been uh, dealing with a lot of injuries, but I think they're almost offense. Yeah, I guess too. Alex, what do you have on the Jets right now? Uh, I think they're. I think with the Jaguars, they're probably one of the. Most improved teams in the conference. Um, they had, I thought they had a really solid draft with um, choosing Sauce Garner, Garrett Wilson, and Jermaine Johnson all out of the first round, having three first round picks. Um, so I, I do expect the defense to be better. Um, they signed CJ Uzma from Cincy. Uh, it's the. I don't. If the Jets, the Jets do need I to like take a step forward, one. especially with um Zach Wilson when he comes back. But I don't I don't know how his how he's gonna heal from that knee injury. But let's see. Uh, I I do think they need to uh get better on the offensive line next season. I think the defense will be pretty fine. But I don't know. Well, Jack yeah, Wilson, they'll be interesting. Zach Wilson did get hit a lot last year, season last year's or so. Yeah, I think. I mean, oh, more up. work. A little more work on that O line, but I mean, the weapons are there. The weapons are definitely there for him. The weapons are, yeah. I, I do see Zach Wilson second season. So we hope he at least comes back um, by week three, and then you know he shows us what he can do. Um, in these like uh, thirteen, fourteen games. Um, well, we definitely want to see um, what Zach Wilson can do in with these added weapons and Garrett Wilson, C.J. Uzma, um, and that added old line. So yeah, like I mentioned before, the Jets ones are at five and a half. Um, I know we don't have high expectations for them this year, but um, and, and we do got to remember that Zach Wilson might miss a couple games. You, you even said Joe Flacco is um he is a manageable backup. What do we got on that on the on their line? Uh, I think they're at five and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, they're five and a half. So are we going over or under? Um, uh, I'm gonna barely go over <laughs> with six. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over, and I have them 
division over the Patriots. That's uh, that's that's my um, hot take. I'm, I'm kind of just looking at their day. schedule here because because uh, right. they got a tough early is tough early in the schedule. They're oh, yeah, very like yeah, they're very tough. It, they could, I mean, you could argue they could lose seventy games off the bat. Oh, I, I mean, just that, just, yep. just to yeah. run it down, they got Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincy. Pittsburgh, Miami, Green Bay, Denver, and then you finally heal up in New England. You call that a heal up. And then you go to Buffalo, or you play Buffalo by week. Um, it, it, it definitely drops down in the second half of the season. Um, you, you had a couple more losses, though, with Buffalo. The Bears are going to stop them because they're the best team in the league. Um, Miami. We'll beat them. I, I, I'm going to go under this schedule, especially um, even starting off with that horrible schedule. You could call it battle tested, but it could also be discouraging. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to put them under five and a half wins. They'll get five. I think that, that schedule. Um, I, I don't know where it ranks in terms of the whole league. Um, it, it's it's tough. So I'll go under. Yeah, I'm, it, it's a tough schedule, but I I don't see them going 0-7. I'll be kind of shocked if they do, to be honest. I think they get at least two. But So what, yeah. Cleveland, Pittsburgh maybe? Baltimore. I think they'll be maybe Baltimore. they take Miami? You, you think yeah. they take Baltimore? Yeah, I think they're upset in Baltimore. Um, wow, I got my – I got – yep, I got – when in Baltimore, Miami, home in New England, I th- three. They'll beat Chicago, four. Um, they'll beat Detroit, Jacksonville, that's six. They'll seven. And they might have, like, one upset on the road. I, I see seven wins. Well. Ooh. That's – as as far as me, I, I I I you know yeah I think they can uh, they could probably take the Pittsburgh game maybe uh, I I think they'll take one from New England that'll be two they'll take Detroit they'll take Jacksonville um they could even take Seattle I I think I think they cap off at five wins but but yeah I mean uh, upsets are always a factor so um any given Sunday honestly any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Um, so from there, we go to uh, Mia will take us to the Patriots, the last team in the division. Um, Patriots. Alex or Rocky, I know you have the Patriots last in the division. Correct? Y- you and Alex. Yes, actually. I do. Yeah, yes. I do too. Uh, maybe, maybe start us off with that. Oh, why you don't think the Patriots will even compete in the division this year. Uh, go ahead, Rocky. Okay. I mean, if you look at New England's roster, man, they're very underwhelming roster. It honestly, they, they are. The only thing to be, the only thing question is Bill Belichick. I mean, he's the best head coach of all time. But for I don't know what they're doing with Mac Jones. Uh, I guess they're having Joe Judge and Matt Patricia splitting offensive. Uh, Play, play calls. I don't know if they're ready to call plays, offensive plays. 
Um, I mean, you got you have quality, but nothing special. Jacoby Meyer, Patrick Bourne, uh, Carlos' favorite player, uh, Devontae Parker. Uh, I, I got him maybe 700 yards, five touchdowns this year. You know, I, I you know, Devontae Parker is my guy. I, I've always said no more than 700 yards, right? Right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Devontae Parker's my boy. Uh, they, I, uh, they're... They're... Go ahead, man. Yeah, no, the receivers, obviously, they didn't get one of the, what they wanted out of, uh, I can never say his name, Nikhil, Neil Harry, whatever. No, um, you got it right the first time. It, it's Nikhil or it's Neil? Yeah, Nikhil. Nikhil Harry, um, they, you're right. I mean, it's, it's mediocre at best. It's, it's underwhelming. Um, they still got that nice little tight end duo, Hunter Henry and Donu Smith. Um, the, the weapons aren't exactly there for Mac Jones. Uh, I, I would like to see them in the off season, maybe add some talent. I know they're not going to go anywhere this year. Um, nothing that would put them over the edge. Um, as far as the offense goes, uh, what do you think on the defense, Rocky? Uh, over on the side of the ball. Um, I do like the I do like the line. I do like Lawrence Guy. I like Christian uh, Matthew Judon, but uh, talent on this defense side. I mean, I don't know how Roquan McMillan is going to do in that defense. Bottom to me. Um, Phillips is quality safety. Devin McCourty. I don't think Jalen Mills is going to be that good replacement for J.C. Jackson. Um, I, I'm not a fan. Of it. It's that. It's this is going to be on Bill Belichick. This how well he can coach his team. I do like Hunter Henry at tight end. Smith. Um, he's got the talent, but he didn't. He just did not live up to it last season. Uh, Ramon's I do like the backfield a lot. And Ramon J. Stevenson. Um, they're big. Um, I think this team. The offense piece of quality is just I want to know how uh, Matt Patricia is going to do with the Mac Jones. I think I do set Mac Jones to take season. Um, they're just uncertain. Um, I know t- I've heard a lot of good things about Taquan Thornton. Um, a lot of good things for him in training camp. But like I said, a lot of unproven talent on this team. Um, I could be wrong, but I do have them last in the division. Um, the only thing that's made me check. I think Bill Belichick over, uh, uh, overachieved with the roster he had last year. I just want to see how he does this season. Honestly, yeah, the more I look at it, I I, I questioned before when you told me, um, them last in the division, it's it's not a bad take, honestly. They they really don't have much going for them. I I I think they'll be neck and neck though. Alex, do do you have anything to recap these Patriots? Uh, now nah, just to um kind of piggy off uh, piggyback off Rocky that I'm I'm not really worried about the defense because I just think Bill Belichick would just 
he just does his thing and always has that defense pretty well prepared. And I'm not saying it will be great, but it will be a serviceable defense. That offense, yeah, they got they got quality pieces, but I I do not like the Joe Judge switching off play calls right now. I I think they're really gonna stunt Mac Jones's growth, and I think Mac Jones is gonna have a really big sophomore slump this year. Um, I I I just don't like what they're doing this season with the coaching staff, and I think that's what's really going to hurt this team more than anything. Obviously, besides Bill Belichick, but, yeah, that that offense is that offense is not going to be good this year, I don't think. Probably not. Um, so, I, I guess from there, yeah, pretty uh, underwhelming team as a whole. So, I, I think their line – is honestly a little too high. Sportsbook has them at eight and a half. To me, I think this is um this is a pretty easy under, whether it's six seven wins. Um, I, I don't really see them doing much better than that. Even seven wins, I'm going under eight and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go under two. I I think they have like five wins to be honest, and I think that's free money, all day. Yeah, yeah, I'm going under on that for sure. Yeah, honestly, running through their schedule real quick. Um, they got Miami out the gate, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Green Bay. Um, you could easily see them going uh, one and four in that stretch. You get a break with the Lions. You got the Browns, Bears. got Jets, Colts. Um Week ten by week, you, you you come back facing Jets at home. Then you got Minnesota, Bills, Arizona. Their their second half schedule is extremely difficult. A, a, after it clears up with the uh, the Jets and Vikings, you got Bills, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. It's it's not easy. They they got both their Bills games in the second half. Um, you, you're not wrong when you when you bring up the five wins. It it just all depends. I mean, uh, I I kind of just really want to see the Patriots right now. Um, you know, we're we're looking at it on paper. It doesn't seem well. It seems mediocre at best. Um, I, I just kind of want to see. Um, how, how that team just meshes together. Um, Rocky, did you 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 said under? I said under. Yep. Let's massage this out real quick, and then we'll move. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kicking off with the Cleveland Browns here in the AFC North. Um, I think the easiest um, thing to look at right here from the Browns offseason is the signing of Deshaun Watson. Not only the, the signing of the Deshaun Watson, the NFL suspension committee has signed Deshaun Watson to an 11-game $5 million fine. Um, I think originally it was six games, right? Um, they just now, I think uh, just 20 hours ago, actually um, increased that to an 11-game suspension with a $5 million fine. At first, he wasn't losing much money. Sean Watson has 
uh, touching problem. I'm honestly kind of shocked to see him even coming back this season. Um, 11 games is kind of weird considering what we've seen in the past through different punishments um, regarding his case and just the overwhelming um, victims that have come out. I I guess we don't really got to go too much in depth with that. Uh, What do you guys think, not only on the amount of games suspended, but what do you guys think about him being out 11 games and then him just kind of jumping into the offs or the offense or the team in general um week 12 um i'm actually surprised he only got 11 games i i really thought they were going to give him the whole season and him come back next season but um that first preseason game you could definitely tell he was he he's been rattled with this whole thing with this whole um this whole thing going around him. Uh, I I really think it's it is gonna affect the team. Uh, I know they got Jacoby Brissett to kind of carry them for the eleven games, but uh, he's a solid I, backup. He he is, but that's a, that's a lot of games to cover. That's practically the whole season. He doesn't come back till December. Really? Um, I I just think it, th- this is gonna be a huge distraction for the team and. I just I am I'm still pretty shocked that it wasn't the season, but you know, uh, and of course the NFL had to make his return against Houston. So there's that for more talk for more talking yeah. points later on it, in the season. It just shows you NFL scripted. Oh yeah, <laughs> for for sure. So, so th- th- that's what really makes me question, like, is is this worse for the Browns than – because I, I know if some people look at it as like, oh, okay, Deshaun Watson is, is a good quarterback that he's playing. Um, is, is him being out 11 games worse than being out 17 or a whole season, right? Um, because, all right, Brissett's going to be starting – what you'd think uh, 11 games, and then you're kind of just throwing Deshaun Watson in there. You're kind of saying, Brissett, you're not a quarterback. Deshaun Watson, you're a quarterback, despite everything that's happened. Um, do you think that's better for him to be coming in to the season? All right, maybe they're not going to go anywhere um, this season. They're going to have a losing record as opposed to starting a, a new. I, I, I personally think that this is worse for the Browns as they're kind of just – fucking sloppy this year you know uh if i were them i'd want to start a new um i i I think it would have been better news to hear that he's suspended for the whole season because obviously they're gonna bring him back week 11 they're not just gonna say jacoby Brissett, you are our starter this season despite the games i see i strongly disagree with that one i he needs playing time he definitely he didn't play any games he missed the last season. So, I mean, I was going to say they're 4-7, and seven, but when he comes back, he needs some playing time to Russ out of there. Um, he, he's, not, he's probably not going to let six for these six games because he's got a football plug. So he needs to get these games out of the way to prepare for 2023. Um, for sure, yeah. I, I, I don't – I'm worried about his psyche. He just doesn't look like the same person anymore. And, I mean, he can't blame 
He used to be the most popular, most loved quarterback, and now he's the most hated right now. I mean, he's getting criticized everywhere he goes. You see him walk around, he doesn't have that same happy swagger about him. Like, I remember Jordan Palmer for uh, all the time about, like, Jordan Palmer said he's a quarterback he's ever worked out with. He said based on based on scenarios, no one can uh, analyze stuff better than him. And now it seems like everything's been made around him. Um, I think he needs these six games to get his little bit, little bit of self-esteem psyche back, his football psyche back. I don't see – they have a really solid – they have a, a borderline Super Bowl contending roster. Um, if you look the side of the ball, I mean, you have the two best backs in the uh, – 2-0 in the league with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Um, I think they need receiver help. I don't know if Dana Bell from Purdue's and um, help you out. Uh, I don't know if he's still that number one guy. Um, you had the old line. They have one of the best offensive line in the league uh, with J- Jerick Willis, Joe Patino, Wyatt Teller, and the defense side of the ball. Oh, I forgot. They also have Javon Weems, a wide receiver. Bears stand up for the uh, Bears. <laughs> Probably um, the, the best receiver to come out of Chicago. Easily. Um, the guy best guy's great. He's got the hands. I've said it before time and time again. He can slap a defense around. The guy's just... He's elite. And you look at that defense. I mean, Mark Garrett's still uh, 1-2 best pass rusher in the league uh, with J.R. Clowney on the side. Um, you have that Jeremiah, the linebacker for Notre Dame. He, he was standing out last year. Look at that secondary. Grant, Holy Graham to belt stand up. Denzel Ward still a solid receiver who just got paid. Uh, Greg Newsom, Greedy Williams, and John Jackson, safety. They have very solid pieces. I mean, they have playoff contending pieces. I just don't believe in Jacoby. I think I've seen enough for him. Um, I would like to see him make a move for um, Jimmy G, but I don't know how fast Jimmy G could pick up that uh, Alex Van Pelt's offense. Uh, but he, I mean, let's not forget, Jimmy G also came in from uh, Kachanian, and he it took him a month to learn that offense and went 5-0 and in that offense. But we'll, we'll see. Um, see, my X factor is Harrison Bryant, the backup tight end for the Browns. I think he's going to overtake uh, David Njuku and I'll play him this year. Again, I, I don't see with Jacoby Brissett. I don't see him doing much with this team. I, I've seen enough of him. What about Josh Rosen? <laughs> he's a top 10 pick. He's gonna take over Jacoby Brissett and lead on the Super Bowl. Week two, I'm calling my shot. Third yeah, quarter. No. Uh, to your yeah. point, Carlos, I, I, I think um, the suspension not necessarily hurts Watson. I think Rocky's right. He needs he needs playing time this season. But I think for the Browns' perspective, obviously, I think they jumped the gun too early with that tra- uh, training for him this season. I think they should have waited till next season, but. I think uh, they're not going to be able to trade for like a Jimmy G now because they're gonna ha- they're gonna have to be paying him and Deshaun next season. Like I I just don't I just don't see that. So their trade options just become a lot a lot smaller with um 
with his suspension being 11 games, it's it it puts him in a tough spot. I think they should give Baker one more season. <laughs> I, uh, they kind I, of burned the bridge with him. I don't think they had much of a choice, right? I mean, I mean, like, After I mean, not trying. I, I, Watson. Like they should. Uh, oh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, you have. I, I mean, I, I don't know if it would have put like. Go ahead. I think they just wasted a good roster this season. Or is there a really good roster? I think it's just gone to waste. Because they got green for Sean Watson. I mean, you're not even know if Sean Watson will be the same as Sean Watson again. Yeah. As of yeah, right now, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if it's an upgrade as of right now. I mean you're, I, I know You wasted three first round picks for a guy who may Never come back from this. Like you're really big. Yeah, it's got a lot to do with the psyche. Uh, I I know we could always fall back on the fact that he didn't play a whole season. Um, his choice. Um, I I think there's a lot of things that factor in to him not looking himself in that preseason game. Um not having the swagger on him in general, just walking around. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't like to see him walk around with swagger and a smile on his face right now. There's no real reason to. Um, but I, 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 I do want to see him play because I, I want to see how he takes this. Um, what, what he does with this quote unquote adversity um, and honestly, see if it was worth it for the Browns, uh, to sign him. What they did, honestly, it was it was just a really Browns move. I I think they just made it out of pure desperation. Obviously, they just they should have waited. Yeah, because now, yeah, you burn the bridge with Baker. Um, he's gone. Now you're rocking with Brissett for at least eleven games. Now what? And you got bad PR for the next few years, so Brown's gonna Brown. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's what the Browns do, though. You know, that's why, that's why they are where they at. They Brown the bet in this one for sure. <laughs> it's the Browns. I don't even think they have Cody Park anymore. So you know. That's an automatic loss. We, we, we don't <laughs> Alex, do you have an X factor? Um, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go with a little hometown bias with um Greg Newsom, uh, second year in the league. Uh, I think if he plays more and plays well, that secondary will arguably be top three, top five in the league. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Greg Newsom. That that defense is stacked, though. It's it's pretty good defense. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Greg. Yeah. So um, personally, I'm I'm gonna go with Amari Cooper. Alex, I have expressed to you many times. I was the biggest ACDC fan <laughs> over in uh over in Oakland at the time. Um, 
he was my favorite to watch. He even looked good good in Dallas um, when he when he went to Dallas. Yeah, um, in Dallas, that's it. <laughs> Nothing on the road though. <laughs> we'll, talk <laughs> we'll, get, we'll, we'll talk about dropsies. We'll get dropsies on the road. Um, I, I I'm just looking for him to come back and and just look like the s- superstar receiver that he is. Um. Uh, on this team, oh, Lita Corps that probably isn't that good. I think we can all agree. I know Javon Williams is looking to overtake, um, you know, break into that top three on the on that team. But uh, I, I'm just looking for Amari Cooper to just you know reach a lot of times himself as a, a top ten, fifteen receiver in the league. Um, just just lead a a weak wide receiver room. Um, give Brissett the the weapon he needs to at least give this team five wins during during those uh eleven games that Deshaun Watson is out, and even help Deshaun Watson when he comes back, and he's he's gonna be off a step for at least a couple games, or he might not even have the step back for for the rest of the season or ever. Um, someone's got to do it. Um. Do we have anything to wrap up the Cleveland Browns before we go to their wins? Uh, no, nah, I got nothing else. So from there, no. we go to their um. We we go to their over under. Um, they're at eight and a half. I actually think that's that's pretty decent for what these Browns are. Um. schedule i i think the browns can win uh, i think the browns can win seven eight games so with that uh, i'm i'm gonna put them under eight and a half um i i just think uh there's a lot of question marks surrounding uh the quarterback position clearly um i i don't like how 11 games into the season they're just gonna do a complete turnaround and uh bring sean watson back it's definitely going to mix up the offense it can make or break um if they got like a little bit of a group going with Jacoby Brissett he's going to come back looking rusty he he's he's going to miss a step i i don't see the browns winning um over 8 games yeah same uh i think they win 8 games the roster's too talented but uh, this whole Deshaun thing is gonna, is gonna, is really gonna affect them. I, I really do believe that. So, I'm gonna go eight. All right, Rocky. Uh, Browns over under eight and a half wins. Uh, I'm gonna go with under on that one. I just don't see Jacoby Set or Sean Watson taking this team over seven eight wins. They have the roster to do it. I just don't see it uh, by the quarterback play. For sure. And I, I know there is one thing we didn't mention um, when we were talking about Cleveland was the Kareem Hunt situation. Um, he definitely has the talent to be an RB1 on a lot of teams. Um, and he sees that in himself. He requested a trade. Browns denied it pretty quick. Um, 
I, I think personally what Kareem Hunt needs to do this season is play his ass off. Play your ass off. Show what you can do to be able to go and get that RB1 type of contract. We saw how he looks, looked in Kansas City, and I'm not talking about the incident. On the field, we saw how he looks. Um, Kareem Hunt, if I were you, just focus. Uh, don't let the whole trade shit bother you. Because he is a big part of that team. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure we can all agree Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, even Darius Johnson as that third third guy. Um, they are one of the most talented backfields in all of NFL. Top three, top five. You could easily put them in there. Um, from there, we'll go to the Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. Um Uh, Alex, you want to kick us off with the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, uh, Baltimore returns um, their whole backfield that they lost week one and RB1, uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, who missed like half the season. <laughs> uh, they traded Hollywood Brown and a third-round pick for to AZ for, um, for a first-round pick this season. Uh I think their defense is still going to be really good. Got one of the best secondaries in the league. Uh, I like the Kyle Hamilton pick, uh, draft pick in the first round out of Notre Dame. Uh, They signed uh, Morgan Moses, a three-year deal to help with that offensive line. Yeah, Baltimore's still – I still think Baltimore's going to be one of the better teams in the league. They just all oh, got to stay healthy. Marcus uh, Marcus Peters comes back after missing last season as well. Martin Humphrey also missed some time. So, uh, with the healthy the healthy team, I I think they're going to be back in the playoffs. Uh, be back uh, contending. So, uh, Baltimore just really needed to get back healthy. That's it. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at this Ravens team. They're, they're a tricky one for me. Um, you're getting J.K. Dobbins back, uh, Lamar Jackson back. I mean, who is a top 10 quarterback? I don't think that should be even a discussion anymore. Um, you still have a very powerful running back that line. Throw. <laughs> that could throw uh, above average. Above <laughs> average. Top 20 passer. I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't. I don't think they did much help for Lamar Jackson. With, I mean, outside of Atlanta, they have the worst receiving core in the league. Outside of Rashad Bateman, he's got, I mean, they didn't help any receivers for him. They drafted two tight ends when you have Nick Boyle and Mark Andrews are tight ends. I don't think they did favor. Um, I honestly have a solid O-line. Uh, the defense is very great. I think they have the best secondary in the league. Yeah, Marlon Humphreys is a top five corner, and Marcus Peters is your number two corner. Uh, you look at the safety, you pick up Mark, Marcus Williams, who's a stud, and you have Chuck Clark as your other safety. Um, and you got Nick Fol- uh, Kyle Fuller, former Bear. Uh, he's going to be playing a nickel. And then you, you have Kyle Hamilton and Tony Jefferson. I don't even know if they're going to be starting this season as your backup safeties. So th- they are set right there. Uh, 
Yeah, Patrick Queen at yeah Patrick Queen at linebacker. Offer Uye at DN. Michael Pierce is the big nose tackle. And then you got uh, Clay's Campbell at the end. I mean, that this team is very, very solid. Um, just hopefully they can put. I mean, they were eight and three. I, I want to say they were eight and three last year with the Lamar Jackson before he got. And yeah. let's say if he does get hurt again, Kyle Holly played very well under him, behind him. So I'm really curious how. If I put an X factor, it had to be the receiving core, because um, they're gonna have to step. James Prochet and uh, Devin Duvernay. Uh, let's see how they would can do under Lamar Jackson, and let's see where Sean Bateman can take that next step. Yeah, I, I think w- when you look at the Ravens, it's <coughs> like you said, their, their defense is. We already know what their defense is. A rock solid, top secondary. It um that receiving core is bad. Um, we've talked before about um, we have all and everyone people still question Lamar the arm of Lamar Jackson. Can he throw? Is he just a running back? Um, this receiving core does not help him. Um, he's he's got uh, Mark Andrews. Um, we already know who Mark Andrews is. He's a, he's a top tight top five tight tight end in this league. Bateman is really all you got, and is Bateman a lot? Um, we'll see. So you kind of look at that backfield. Um, unfortunately, what happened last season keep them healthy. Um, you got a solid offense. Do you guys see any of these um receivers outside of Rashad Bateman stepping up, like even a glimmer of hope, when you look at that depth chart? No, I, I honestly no. I see a after. I, I see Nick Boyle being the third leading receiver outside. We'll have more receiving yards than any of the other receivers outside of Bateman, to be honest. Their backup tight end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they use it. Well, Greg Roman likes to use it sometimes the two tight end sets. So I think. Okay. Time. For sure. Um, I, um, I, I always, I wonder when the Lamar can't throw narrative going to stop. Like what, what, what else do we need it, to see? It, I I feel like it, if it hasn't stopped in some people's heads already, it's probably not going to stop this season. I I mean uh, you you're still going to see him throw the ball, but when you're going to look at his passing yards at the end of the season, not a lot of people who pay attention to the Ravens or football in general are going to look at the receivers he had to deal with. They're just going to see that number. They're going to see his passing yards, and they're going to automatically say, "Oh well, you know he still can't throw. He's just a running back." Um, uh, it a, probably won't go got any, a, away anytime. He's got a really he's nice arm, man. He's got a really nice arm. Like, I think he has the most underrated. He's got a better arm than me. I'll give him that. He, <laughs> he averaged <laughs> he, he he averaged two hundred forty passing yards a game last season. I mean, if he played healthy, he would have damn near four thousand yards. Um. He's got he's got to lower his interceptions. He threw a lot of picks, but also last year I see a lot of games where he took over games, and John Harbaugh let him play his ball. So he he's gonna have to get better in the passing game a little bit. I mean, I think he's really good. I don't think he's a top ten passer, but 
I mean, with the injury last year, I mean, it's going to wear on him. He's skinny. He got bigger. I look at his throwing motion. His throwing motion looks like it's a lot better, a lot more fluid. So I am really excited to see how Lamar does it. And um, and I think with that, we'll go over to to their line. Um, it's actually kind of high. It's the highest in um in the division. Um, their wins are at ten and a half. Uh, what do we think with the uh, Ravens being at ten ten and a half wins? Uh, real quick, actually, before that, I, I can kind of just run down their schedule a little bit, which uh, I think they have a fairly mid to not bad schedule. Um, they kick it off in New York, playing the Jets. Then they got Miami, go to New England, got Buffalo, Cincinnati, um, play the Giants in New York, uh, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Then you got the Week 10 bye. Then coming off the bye, uh, you got Carolina, go to Jacksonville, um, Denver, go to Pittsburgh, uh, Cleveland. You, um, you got the Atlanta home game, play Pittsburgh, and then you end the season um, against Cincinnati. So it, it's not one of the tougher schedules, but it's also not easy. It's... Yeah, it's an average schedule. Like they, they shouldn't really it's, have any problems, besides yeah. obviously division games and the, going again. With that being said, I I I don't really know if I could put them at eleven wins. It their their defense will. Oh, what do you guys think? This is one of the tougher ones for me, honestly. What was the over under? They're at ten and a half. Uh, I got under on this, uh, but barely. Like I got nine wins. It's it's so close. Uh, it's tough, but I, yeah, I'll say nine. I'm gonna go nine. I'll I'll go the under on that. I'm gonna go ten. I'm gonna go under, but I think I think they get ten wins though. Uh, just with the schedule and the roster, I I just don't see anything lower. But uh, that the division is gonna be tough though. It's gonna be it's the second best division in football. So see how well they play in that. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm going nine ten wins, so under. I'm going nine ten wins. I don't really see them. Uh, I I'd honestly be shocked with ten wins, but. Uh, I I feel like their line is a little bit high. I. I I really don't see why, they're at ten and a half when. Rockies Bengals are at nine and a half. Um. Which actually. Wait, Bengals have under. Bengals have under. Uh, under overall under lower than the Ravens, they're yeah. a game under. How? Oh. is nine and a half. Can you believe it? Maybe uh, people are confident in Lamar Jackson's arm. <laughs> At least yeah. the sports books. <laughs> so um, we go to Pittsburgh. Um, we go to Pittsburgh. Um, 
ben, Big Ben retirement. I hate to see it. I love to see it though for as a Bears fan, you know, lifelong Mitchell Trubisky fan. Finally get getting his time to shine again. Um Mitchie Dimes, Mitchie Dimes is back. Mitchie football. Mitchie Dimes is back. Um with hopefully the starter the starting role in Pittsburgh. Um Alex, I know you're a huge Mason Rudolph guy. Um, we'll, we'll leave it at that, though. <laughs> um, I, I I know one of the, the the biggest things we saw at Pittsburgh last season uh, was Najee Harris uh, screaming out of Alabama. Um, he was he played a lot of snaps. I think through the first like almost three like four or five games of the season, he was playing like a hundred percent of the snaps. Um, they've already said like they're gonna lower his workload a little bit. Um, he was catching a lot of passes out of the backfield. He's also Adrian Peterson's crush. If you guys haven't seen that, um, so there we question if Adrian Peterson has come out or not. Um, they they lost Juju Smith-Schuster to the Chiefs. Um, it, it's it's probably not uh the difference maker. Um, they still got Deontay Johnson, who I think is. Easily one of the most underrated receivers in the league. Um, at least going into last season, he was the most uh, one of the most underrated. Um, uh, I, I think people kind of know his identity more coming into this season. Um, and they still got Chase Claypool. Um, you know, what do you think, uh, Alex, on the Steelers? Uh. You know, with Big Ben leaving and uh, Mitch being the starter and they drafting Kenny Pickett uh, this year out of Pittsburgh, uh, uh, this is going to be Mitch's year. Um, I don't see Pickett starting at all this year unless Mitch gets hurt. Uh, they signed James Daniels. Uh, I think it's a really good pickup for that offensive line because the offensive line was not – was not very good last season, especially with um Big Ben just pretty much being a statue back there. So I I do think Mitch will bring a little more life into this offense, uh, especially if they cater to his um strengths of rolling out, uh, stuff like that. Uh, they got Miles Jack signed Miles Jack uh for the defense. Uh, that defense is always gonna be good with um TJ coming off the edge. Uh, so I, I, I see them being a good team. I making the playoffs though. I, I, I just think that that's going to be tough in this division and, and in this conference in total, uh, they got George Pickens out of Georgia in the second round, which yeah, I didn't mention that. You, you know, uh, they always get receivers. Pittsburgh's always one of those teams that they they just know how to draft receivers and develop them. So uh, I'm not going to really question their offense besides their offensive line. But, yeah, I I do think they'll be a little little better on offense compared to uh, last season with Big Ben when he was barely able to throw beyond five yards. I 
I'm, you know me, I'm a big Mitch. I'm a big, big Mitch believer. Um, I'm actually really excited for him this season. Um, I want, as well, I always tell people it was more to his skill set. I think they're, I think uh, Matt Cannon's going to really utilize him a lot. I mean, they're receiving court is loaded with Chase Claypool. George Pick, I think George Pick is going to be a stud. He's going to be, real quick, he's going to be the, he, I, think, I can see him be a top 15 receiver this season. Um, oh, wow. Deontay Johnson is also, like uh, Carl said, he's very underrated. And then you got Najai Harris out of the back. The tight end. I think top 10 tight end this year. Um, he impressed. I think the O-line. Huh? He impressed last he, season. Oh, yeah. Big yeah time. I loved him last season. Um, the O-line does need some help. They don't really have They don't have a great O-line. Um, they pick up James Daniels. I wish the Bears re-signed him, but, you know, they don't want to help protect our young quarterback. So, that's that. Um Kenny Pickett, he played very impressive in his first preseason game. I wasn't high on Kenny Pickett. I actually had him as the fourth best quarterback. But um, let's not forget, I think Mitch is on a short lease. Um, let's say they go 3-3, three, 3-4, three, three and, and the offense is not moving the way they want to. They can Kenny Pickett. The fan base loves Kenny Pickett. They're behind Kenny Pickett. So Mitch is very short lease. He's got to be impressive early. He got hit. Hit fast early. Um, this is gonna be this is Mitch last year prove he's a starting quarterback. I think he won't be a Steeler next season, but this is his audition year to try for other teams to see be the starting quarterback. So I look at that defense, that front set, that front four is sick. Uh, Tyson Lou, Larry, uh, they picked up Larry. Uh, uh, was it a gun jobby? Cameron yep. Hayward, T.J. Watts, top three. Yeah. DJ Watts, a top three pass rusher. Miles Jack, who they picked up a linebacker for cheap as well. Um, I'm, I still, hopefully Devin, but I haven't heard great things about Devin, uh, Devin Bush's this training camp. I heard he's been very underwhelming. He just hasn't been the same since he tore his ACL in 2020. Um, outside of Mika Fitzpatrick, I do question that secondary big time. Um, I'm surprised they haven't re-signed Joe Hayden, but. Yeah, I, I like the I really like the Steelers team a lot. I mean, they're gonna be neck and neck with the Ravens this season, so it, it's gonna it's a tough one for me. Uh, before we dip into their uh, schedule and over under, um, do we have an X factor for this team? Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with Devin Bush. Uh, same, same. It's, it's, it's time to start proving himself. I know, like Rocky said, he had that knee injury, but uh, Retuder's out already. It's time. It's time to start proving that first round pick status. Uh, he had a, he had a nice rookie year, so time time to help that defense. Uh, middle of the defense. I, I'm a, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mitch. Um, he he could be upgraded over. Uh, he, Big Ben, they can expand the offense more. They can do more rollouts. So, I, I, I'm really excited to see how Mitch does in this offense. Um, I think the receivers are going to love Mitch even more because he can extend plays where Ben his last couple of years couldn't. So, I'm going I'm to go with Mitchie Dimes on this. 
Yeah, same. I'm I'm going I'm going with Mitch. Um, I I think he's gonna play really hard this season. He he's gotta prove himself. He's um said what he said about the Bears. He's right. Um, he he's kind of just gotta go out there and show who he is as a quarterback. That like you said, he is a starting quarterback in this league. Um, I, I I'm looking for Trubisky to leave it all on the field this season. Um. And that it will translate through the offense. It will show that that he wants and he could be a starting quarterback in this league. Um, he, I think yeah, we can all agree he it's not. Um, he, he he's gonna play hard, and um, I I think that can only benefit for the Steelers l- unless he looks absolutely awful, which he probably won't. He is Mitchie Dimes. Um, so their one line is actually the lowest in the division. Um, Steelers are at seven and a half. Um, you you dip into their schedule. It's it's nothing too hard. Um, they they don't have long periods of time where, uh, they got like easy games. Uh, I don't really see. Uh, any back-to-backs where, uh, where they have it easy, it's kind of middle of the pack, too hard. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna say since their line is so low, uh, I'll go over on the Steelers. I'll say they'll get eight wins. Yeah, same. Over eight same. wins. Over. Yeah. That's pretty easy. It's also going to look bad for us Bears fans, but we'll be all right. All right. Um, the I mean, if Mitch leads them to the playoffs, then, yeah, it's going to look bad for Bears. But <laughs> Oh, Mitch brought us to the playoffs, though. You know? Twice. Two times. Two times. Two times. Everyone can do it once. Everyone can do it once. Just like Derek Carr, you know. How many times did Derek Carr do it? Twice. Well, once. technically once, because he only played him once. <laughs> Mitch has more playoff starts than Derek Carr. In less seasons, uh, just whoa, whoa, whoa. throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, you got, uh, Mitch got the Nickelodeon hey. game, all right? So they yeah, take he's, you guys got that the, He's got right? the MVP. He's got the MVP. <laughs> the first exactly. ever MVP. Man. Tom, Brady can't, Tom Brady can't say <laughs> that. Patrick Mahomes can't say that. Mitch can. What's a Super Bowl ring again? Couldn't hear you. You got a fucking blimp, dude. Hey, throw this out. You got- Mitch is the only Mitch is the only quarterback to start at least fifty plus starts without throwing a pick six. That that's that's coat status. Please tell me you didn't write that down. Hey, wait, 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 watch the first watch the first pass of the season. <laughs> he just for pick six. He overthrows Deontay Johnson by fucking twenty yards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do they play Kansas well, City this year, though? Do they play mm-hmm. Kansas City? Um, no, they don't. Ah, uh, yeah. That you're saying the, the Steelers? Yeah. Oh, you oh you wanted to see uh Mahomes versus? <laughs> Not only that, just Mitch have a good game. He just fucking sticks it to Nagy. That that be that be uh, cool. They don't. But no. actually, the the very last week they play Cleveland, so we get to see the. We get to see the Deshaun Watson versus uh, 
Mitchell Jabisky matchup. I know it's probably not exciting as as Mahomes versus Trubisky, but you know we get a little something come out of that draft. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll go to the Bengals. Um, as a four team, the Bengals. Uh, tough loss in the Super Bowl. Um, easily could have won it. Ooh. Um, Rocky, I know these are your Bengals if you want to kick us off um, with their offseason and how they look this season. Yeah, I'm going to have to do it real quick because i got to get ready for work. Um, uh, our Bengals only grew up 300 miles outside of Cincinnati. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, this team was a, a super, in the Super Bowl last year in their run. The old line hurt them last year big time. Um, they added two new pieces. They Lorel, um, Collins, I mean, uh, Alex Campa, and Tech Harris on that right side. Um, at left guard, I, I'm seeing the depth chart that Cordell Volson's ahead of uh, Jackson Carmen, which is drafted uh, with that uh, second, in the second, early second round last year. He didn't play well last year. He had Jonah Williams at left tackle. I mean, you can't say enough about the receiving court. Um, Jamar Chase is a, arguably the best receiver in the league. And Tyler Boyd. Um, and then to replace C.J. Uzma, they placed – Wayne Hurst, I think, is a very underrated tight end. I don't think he gets his dues. Um, Joe Mix out of the backfield is a top, top five back, running back in the league, in my opinion. Um yeah. And you can't you can't say nothing about Joe Cool like he he's just that. I mean, take the second worst offensive line in the league, Super Bowl. Taking the he was a first overall pick and taking the Super Bowl two years late. He's just that dude. He's straight in the middle. You look at that defense. That defense is sick. Um, that front line I, I think is very underrated with Sam Hubbard and Trey Hexton at ends. Bodies of BJ Hill and DJ Reader. Um, that secondary, I think Eli Apple's not as bad as people make him out to be. I know he gets killed on social Burnt media toast. a lot, but he's. Um, in the safeties, uh, Von Bell and JC Bates, that's a, that's a legit duo. And I mean, if I was the Bengals, I would Bates because he's high value right now because you drafted Dex Hill in that first round who could do the same similar stuff as JC Bates. Um, yeah, right cornerback, and you got Mike Hilton, who was great at nickel. Um, I this team's gonna be competing for a Super Bowl again. Lost Joe Burrow's like, quarterback. I don't see this team falling off. I actually, I see this team doing a lot better. I see it being a 13 or 14 win team this season. Yeah, and Alex, yeah, I'm anything a, on that. I'll let yeah, you guys uh, kick it off while I get ready. Yeah, to go with Rocky, um, uh, team was what five, like two seconds away from walking off the Super Bowl, like, and they just got better. They re- revamped that offensive line to protect um, Joe Burrow because uh, let's be honest that that kid cannot be hit 70, 70 times again. It just can't happen this season. Um, it's not sustainable, right? Uh. Ca- 
Uh, Leo Collins, I'm kind of worried about. He missed all 2020, uh, missed a few games last season. So uh, I'm intrigued by him watching him play. Uh, Alex Campbell, too. It, this team is only going to go as far as um, the offensive line takes them, obviously, because uh, we we all saw what they could do with the offense. Um, the defense is, is actually really good. So I we'll, we'll we'll see. I think they will be a top two, three team uh, in the AFC, competing with Buffalo, KC. Uh, all those other teams in the top top of the uh, conference. So we'll see if they repeat uh, last season. Completely agree. Um, I, I think it goes without saying. Um, if you want to argue it, they they have a top two, three receiving core in the league. I mean, there's just so much talent all the way across. You saw how big Jamar Chase's um, rookie season was. Um, you still got T Higgins. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Um, you got Hayden Hurst, uh, Rocky's guy. My guy, Drew Sample, behind Hayden Hurst. You know, still waiting on my boy Drew Sample to have his breakout season. Shout out, Marson. Um, the, the offensive line, uh, obviously, probably the biggest thing they were looking at in the offseason. They made the adjustments. To your point with Lyle Collins, even a little, still a little bit concerned about him. I, I was actually just reading that. He's out. He's been out of training camp with a personal issue, but he's actually still expected um to be back week one or uh, to start week one. So, um, hopefully there's no issue with that. We want to see Joe Cole be protected, especially with Lyle Collins at, at that red tackle spot. Um, th- there's talent across the board. This is a team that could easily be back right back in it, AFC Championship, um, Super Bowl. I'm, I'm looking. It, it, it's looking good for the Bengals. Um, to, to me, they made every adjustment they had to make. Um, as far as next factor goes, I, I'm looking at the offensive line. They, uh, Karis Kappa Collins. Uh, the the additions, uh, it, it will prove to be the difference maker. Uh, protect your fucking all star quarterback. This guy. He's proving himself to be a top five quarterback in the league. Protect him, get wins, lower the sacks, keep your guy healthy. He will do the rest with that uh, amazing receiving court. Yeah, I'm. I'm also going to go with the offensive line as well. Just, you know, I I don't think we could stress this enough, man. We got to see uh, Joe Burrow upright at all times, practically. Yeah, just, you know, just as. Uh, Big fans of the NFL. It, the league's better when Joe Burrow's healthy, so just keep him upright. Exactly. Same here. Um, before I head out, uh, my final prediction for the division. Uh, I think we all got Bengals number one. Uh, yeah. Yep. T- this one's tough. I'm going to go two Ravens, three Steelers, and four Browns, but – Ravens Steelers, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the same with that. Uh, I'm I'm going I'm going Bengals, um, Bengals Ravens Steelers Browns. Um, actually, Rock, before you leave out, um, I, I think it goes without saying you have the Bengals over nine and a half wins. 
<laughs> I think he already left. Yeah, I think he already left. Yeah, if he if he took the under on the Ravens, he's definitely taking the over on the yeah, most disrespected team apparently in the division. Why are there wins at nine and a half? Yeah, that makes no sense. I, I don't see. <laughs> I'm looking at a roster. I'm like, they're not bet. Ravens is not better than the Bengals. I don't know what yeah. they're seeing. Like, and the Bengals only improved. By the way, they were a Super Bowl team. They, like you said, were seconds away from winning it. So I, I don't. I know well, the Lamar Jackson comeback, the whole backfield comeback story. It it doesn't make sense. And they got Evan McPherson. Oh my god! Top they have like, league. Let's be honest. <laughs> like they had. Well, I mean, also Ravens have Justin Tucker. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that that's a he, only, he only breaks a couple. He only broke a couple records, but. Dude, well, I, that makes no sense to me because I'm. I mean, I know they only won ten games last year, but you see what they did in the playoffs. They, um, and. They got better. Like their weak spot was O line, and they fixed that. Yes, and they went out. Yeah, they went, guys. They went from the worst offensive line to looking like probably, arguably one of the better halves of the O line in the league. Like that's how much better they got back yeah. at it. And to have the win under a nine, that's just like crazy. So you hear it, guys. Um, we are not financial advisors. We don't encourage you to bet on on our teams but guys it's it's almost a lock in our eyes you take the Bengals number one in the division sportsbook has ravens um with the most wins you you got to take the Bengals over there take them winning the division to us it's locked and then you take uh trubisky as mvp if you if you if you want really want to get frisky (laughs) oh yeah All right, guys, and uh, that'll do it. That'll do it for um, actually the the whole AFC. Um, uh, next episode, we are going to be diving into the NFC. Um, Alex, what do you think we should start? You think we should uh, obviously the, the Bears are me and Rocky's uh, team. I don't know if we should save that for last because uh, we do have a lot to say about the Bears from the off season going into this season. Um, we'll probably actually kick off the NFC with the South and the West. Yeah, you know, I think that I think that sounds good. Um, uh, probably the most two interesting divisions in that conference. So, um, with the exception of the NFC North, of course. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have the battle of the century with the Bears and Packers for the number one spot. Lions and Vikings can. Oh, I, I think the Bears get 13 wins and probably win the NFC. I mean, you, you saw me when I was looking at their schedule. I picked an easy 10 wins out, and I wasn't even <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. Hey, undefeated in the preseason, by the way. Undefeated in the preseason. They're looking great. <laughs> and uh, that'll do it. Uh, Rocky is off to work. Um, he's not going to be involved in this outro. He is very much involved in this podcast. We love Rocky. In this household. Uh Alex, any final words before we leave out? No, nah, man. Uh can't wait to get back to it again. All right. NFC next week. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> say bye. Say yeah, bye. I'll see you guys. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs>